Welcome to the fifth episode of Precise Target's Thought Leadership Series, The Retail Record. Our very own CEO, Ron McGovern, sat down with Amy Dowsick, Head of Industry Over Retail at IBM Watson Advertising, to discuss the next phase of digital marketing. Enjoy. All right. Hi, I'm Rob McGovern. I'm the founder of the company, and I'm very excited to host uh, Amy Dowsick to, uh, today for IBM. Aside from her being one of the really smart people in the industry. I was an intern in college and worked for IBM and I have a special place in my heart for IBM. <clears throat> Wonderful. Well, thanks for having me, Rob. Um, my name is Amy Dowsick. I work uh, for IBM Watson Advertising um, and I lead uh, the retail vertical for um, the company. Great, well, thank you again for joining us, <clears throat> Amy. So what I'd like to do is, <clears throat> ask you a few questions. And these are questions that I can pose, which I thought would um, be the kinds of questions our customers would ask you. And um, <clears throat> the, um, you know, it's, it's for them, um, they often get to talk to a salesperson or talk to some customer service person, but they rarely get to talk to one of the experts at a company like IBM. And, and so I asked the questions, putting myself in their shoes, what would they want to know? And, um, and so um, what, what I'd like to, you to do, if you could, is to start at the top about what's different in IBM. You know, you recently acquired Red Hat, which is kind of a, you know, a hot uh, open source company. Um, you're splitting off your consulting business. Um, you know, Watson Advertising has been getting a lot of attention in the news. And so from your perspective, what's, what's going on at IBM? Yeah. Um, well, for IBM Watson Advertising, it's been a rather big year for us. We've gone into market. We've made a lot of um, a lot of noise. Um, and really, what we're doing, IBM is bringing AI technology at scale to marketing in media industry for the first time um, to help brands prepare for the market's upheaval of a cookie-less and identifier-free future. Um, so just as IBM has leveraged advanced technology in the past uh, to, to transform industries like healthcare, like financial services and retail, um, we believe AI will reinvent the way um, the digital advertising ecosystem conducts business in an increasingly fluid and disruptive landscape. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna bookmark the cookie list, the cookie issue. I have a later question for you on that because uh, you know we're in the data business and everybody is convetching about you know what's going to happen when you don't have the ability to identify browsers and people and in <clears throat> your perspective will be really uh, interesting. But um, so the second question I'd like to talk about Watson <clears throat> and you know um, when IBM first brought the Watson uh, computer to the market it started to feel like it was ahead of its time and that it was a technology searching for a problem to solve. And, um, but um, that was a couple of years ago. So bring us up to date, like what's going on with Watson and, and how's it doing in the market? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so I'll first start with, so Watson is IBM's AI technology. Um, it helps organizations better predict future outcomes um, to automate complex processes um, and optimize employees' time so that employees could 
um, focus on the high value initiatives. Um, it offers capabilities across language processing and automation. The tool also enables enterprises to scale open and trustworthy AI um, through explainable technology and systems that can detect and mitigate bias. Um, so while IBM Watson is not a consumer facing tool, many large scale initiatives like the US Open, like Masters, which I believe is this weekend, um, Wimbledon, Grammys, ESPN Fantasy Insights with Watson, they all leverage the company's enterprise grade AI to power digital experiences for sports and, and entertainment fans across the globe. And is it available as a cloud service? Right, if I want to compute something, I can use yes. Watson by API or cloud? It is, it is. Yeah, and I will get into that a little bit too on, you know, um, how to use AI um, and, you know, AI, I think it's been a very buzzworthy um, word over the last couple of years, how to use it um, and applying it to strategy. But I think there's also a little fear in how to use it, but the fear should be taken away. It, it's relatively easy. We just need to focus on some other things too. So are you saying that <clears throat> when I tell my kids that it, when they act up that I'm going to replace them with AI is not a good thing to say. Um, so now, um, so talk about the specific products in Watson advertising. What are the two or three really big products that, that you want to be known for? Okay, I'm going to focus on two of them. Um, one of them I'm going to focus on is weather. Um, and the other one is going to be focusing on, on Accelerator. Um, so I'll start with weather targeting. So I think everybody knows that IBM uh, bought the weather company several years ago. And one of the main reasons they did was because of the vast amount of weather data uh, that the weather company sat on. Um, and what you can do with weather data is tremendous, especially for brand marketers. Um, from understanding current behaviors to being able to predict future ones. Um, so let me explain why our weather targeting is special. Um, with identifiers going away, uh, there is an increased importance on making sense of big data. Um, our weather triggers leverage AI um, to make sense of that data, um, combining it with consumer behavior and purchasing data. Um, so consumer behavior, meaning you know, how to dress, to shop online, to shop in store, what to eat. Uh, purchase data, obviously meaning triggers tied to sales data. Um, so one case of this is um, a couple weeks ago, we recently announced um, some enhanced weather triggers with Nielsen point of sale data. Um, so for these triggers, we worked with Nielsen to marry sales data with weather data so we can see what weather conditions were present um, when sales of, you know, let's say canned soup spike. So from there, we can create these bespoke triggers to ensure that our partners um, who are using or wanting to advertise canned soup can do so in the most efficient way as possible. Um, the other thing our weather does is uh, it works across platforms. So we make our weather data available anywhere we can, whether that's programmatically, whether that's out of home, social, OTT, um, really endless opportunities there. Um, 
Um, and then lastly, you know, we have a good track record. Um, we have proven to um, help brands achieve greater receptivity and reduce media waste. So, so that's weather. That's the weather, yeah. What's the second one? The second one is a new tech product. It's one that we announced at CES uh, last year. And the second product is called um, Advertising Accelerator with Watson. And so what this is, it's a new GCO product that focuses on optimizing uh, creative by KPI, um, as well as finding new audiences that may not have been apparent before. Um, so the reason why um, we came to market with this is we found that consumers are being over-targeted with messages that are falling short, meaning that they're not converting, you know? So um, there's another thing too, recent events. Um, recent events have made it more important, I think, for brands to connect with authenticity and purpose. Um, Accelerator uses AI to rapidly um, and continuously make sense of massive and diverse data inputs to deliver relevant creative. Um, and the brands that are using it are, are having success. We've seen a minimum of 25% increase in campaign performance from start to end. So now what, um, you know, the, I think one of the things I consistently hear from our clients is the crowded and noisy vendor world. And, you know, it seems like there's, everyone's telling them they can solve the problem. But when you think about IBM and, and Watson advertising, when should the customer call you? Like, what problem do they have where you say, they should call us, we're the best at that? It's such a good question. And it's such an interesting question. And honestly, like, the best way I can answer that question is, I think, IBM Watson advertising should be part of the conversation. We may not always be the right partner, but we should be part of the conversation because the, the toolkit that we have, you know, whether it's just a media need, whether it's a data need, whether it's a technology need, you know, we have a vast toolkit to, to solve a lot of those problems. So, you know, I would say if you have a problem, definitely call us, but, you know, definitely want to be a part of that conversation as well, ongoing. Got it. So it's, so uh, it sounds like what you're saying is if it, if the problem requires a consultative approach and a collaborative approach to solving, yeah. is that right? Yep. All right. So now you mentioned cookies and as uh, a techie nerd, I've been <laughs> for you that you know that uh, there is a lot of angst about um, <clears throat> the ability or, or future inability to identify a consumer um, and that I've heard you talk before about using AI to uh, <laughs> um, um, to make to disambiguate information and, and learn uh, who this individual or what this device is. Could you talk about that? Like what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. So this has been a part of our large announcement over the last year. Um, it has to do with obviously the third party cookie. The third party cookie was never standardized, um, nor was it built to protect consumer privacy. Um, as a result, we now have a very complex and unclear value exchange across the ecosystem. Um, so when that third party goes away and changes to the mobile identifiers take place, 
we have an opportunity to lean into AI to deliver increased value um, for stakeholders across the ecosystem. So we believe open and unbiased AI will be the backbone um, of the next era of digital marketing um, because of its cookie-less data processing and machine learning capabilities. So is, but is it, does it, does the AI actually try to figure out a device who, who's there? Like, how does it contribute to the problem, solution? So the AI doesn't depend, right? It doesn't, ident it doesn't depend on the identifiers, right? Um, so it can create, um, I'll take, you know, our weather data, right? Our weather data isn't based on cookies. Um, so what the, what the AI will do is to help create, you know, obviously the, the data points that are important for our end user um, and assemble them in a way um, to make it easy for our partners to use, but also now find their proper um, target audience. And that's gonna be more or less by signals, by signals in the marketplace that we can use that aren't cookies, that aren't mobile IDs. Got it. All right, so now <clears throat> you, you're, you have a sort of a cat bird seat in the industry that you see lots of companies I think there aren't many companies who don't do business with IBM in some way. When you think about the customer universe, who's doing it right? Like, who do you admire? You say, that company, they're really doing great things. One of my favorite um, companies and in, in really use case um, is the Bear Paint Company. Um, so Bear, um, they're a great example of leveraging AI's ability to simulate human thought uh, processes at scale um, and to kind of change how it connects with its consumers um, against a business challenge that they had. So let me just take a minute and describe what that is um, or what that was. Um, so the do-it-yourself painting segment um, has had declined. And as a result, uh, consumers feeling overwhelmed with choice, struggling to choose paint colors and really not wanting to take on the project by, by themselves. Um, as a leader in DUII, um, Bear Paint was um, interested in reaching consumers um, with personalized recommendations to help make that process easier. Um, so they offered this color discovery tool on their website, but that failed um, to scale to their target market. Um, so they partnered with us and leveraging IBM uh, Watson Advertising Conversations, which formerly was called Watson Ads, um, uh, which uses Watson's machine learning and natural language capabilities, Bear was actually able to innovate um, on top of its color discovery tool and the result was an in-app personalized ad experience that reached a broader range of consumers and provided them with unique color recommendations and tips. So with conversations, they're, they exceeded the benchmarks. They saw meaningful time spent with consumers. Um, but what got me most excited about this and where I think this product kind of hits at home run is that conversations acts as a small mini group a small like mini focus group. Um, and Bear learned valuable insights such as consumers are more interested in quiet, relaxing tones versus bold colors, dark colors. Um, they wanted color choices that helped them create rooms of tranquility, of 
traditionalism of timelessness. Um, and what's cool about that is Bear is now using and leveraging those findings to improve their ongoing product and marketing strategy. And that, you know, the time spent and all of those, you know, engagement metrics are great, but where this AI can take you um, to influence your market, marketing strategy is really where, like I said, it nails that home run for me. Well, <clears throat> as you were saying this, I was wondering if they give you advice on the wall behind you, um, the texture <laughs> and color is quite nice. <laughs> and so, um, all right, now um, let's say you had a client who's a big boss, he goes to the digital department and say, look, we need to get um, a much more advanced AI-based advertising uh, platform or approach to this problem. And the, um, and the clients are newbies, and mm -hmm. doing highly automated. What couple of bits of advice would you give that client? <clears throat> okay, um, so similar to that bear paint story, I think you always need um, to lead with the problem that you're trying to solve, to solve for and determine if AI can help, right? Like AI is not a magical thing that you can just apply <clears throat> um, to enhance something. You really need to go back and think about what the problem your customer or your business is facing and how AI's ability to understand, reason, learn, and interact um, can help with. So I'd say that would be my number one. Uh, number two, seek out trusted partners. You know, partners that are upfront with how their tech works and what data they use. Um, and the third one I would say is just invest in educating yourself and your teams. Um, last year, and I still ongoing, um, we partnered with um, Adweek. Um, IBM Watson and Adweek um, for an Institute of Brand Marketing. And um, it's really these snackable courses on topics like chatbots and technology and the creative process, but things like that that can you know, really kind of help you learn and, and move yourself in the field of AI um, to help explain how it is not scary and how it is manageable. Um, I think that's a very important step to take as well. Cool. So now, <clears throat> shifting gears, in our previous conversations, you <clears throat> have impressed me as someone who's an innovator and sort of focused on the next big thing. Um, so what's getting you excited now in digital advertising, AI? Like, what's the next big thing that you're passionate about? Sure. I mean, is there a year when things don't change in this marketplace? But I will say at this moment, um, this moment in time, I think where societal and economic issues are compounding with industry headwinds like the deprecation of the third party cookie, um, changes to those mobile identifiers, and the increased demand for trust and transparency. I think that this has given our industry permission to rewrite the playbook, uh, to come together and build a new forward that is both privacy forward and effective at scale. Um, I'm most I, I think I'm most excited about the innovation that can occur if smaller companies come together and champion that open and unbiased technology. All right, well now let's, <clears throat> as a final question, continue that future look. Um, where's everything gonna be in five years? Like, what's your future? Oh, well, 
I, my hope is that the industry is uh, less focused on the identity of the individual and more in, uh, you know, more focused on identifying the signals around the individual that enables brands to create that trusted value exchange with their consumers in a way that isn't intrusive. So, you know, today I think consumers are too often bombarded with messages that fall short. Uh, there's a ton of data that's being created that is going unused. So if we can lean into AI as an industry adopts, you know, its standards at scale, I think brands will succeed in delivering messages of value to their consumers that drive, you know, performance and also drive loyalty. Got it. All right. Well, that sounds like a, a good future. So <laughs> I want to thank you uh, for joining us today. I think your um, um, uh, the information provided and uh, content will be really valued by our customers. And um, I'm sure that um, the fact that you say consultative and collaborative is going to be something clients are interested in, so you, they might contact you. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> or that. And um, again, thank you and um, congratulations on really making Watson a force in the industry. Thank you so much for happy, having me. I really enjoyed our session.